Welcome to Your Work, Your Way. This is the podcast where you learn to get in touch with your inner CEO with soul. Learn to take charge of your career. Learn to show up with confidence in a way that is aligned with who you really are. I'm your host, Lisa Filia, Masters in Psychology, Certified Life Coach, Expert Career Confidence Coach, and Founder of Believe C. Let's dive in. All right, everyone, let's talk decisions. Now, this is probably not going to be the only episode about decision-making because there are so many different avenues and ways we could take this conversation about tactics for decision-making, about what stops us from deciding, about what keeps us second-guessing. But what I want to do is I want to give you something specific that you can apply right now to help your decision-making process. And what I'm going to teach you in this episode is probably going to feel contradictory. You might notice your brain scoffing at what I'm about to tell you. And I invite for you to please have an open approach to this episode because what I'm going to share transformed how I decide. And I used to be the queen of indecision. You can ask my husband, my friends, my family, probably not my coworkers because I always kind of hid my indecision from them, but it was there. Trust me. You can ask and you will be told how hard it used to be for me to make decisions. And in this episode, I'm going to share what transformed my approach to decision-making, what gave me some relief to how to decide. Before we do that, though, we need to do our work win. Work wins are our way to see how people are making changes in their work and in their life every day. Because when we can see other people doing it, We can know that it is possible. So what I want to share with you today is a win that happened from a consult. So for those of you who don't know, I offer consult calls. These are free calls that I give to people who are interested in doing coaching with me. So I'm on a consult call with this person and they're telling me about their life. And really, that's what these calls are. I take you through a guided process. You don't need to prepare. But I'm asking you very pointed, tailored questions in order to access truths that you may not realize. So through working together in this consult call, we uncovered the reason that she wasn't feeling in touch with herself. And what was discovered was the way that this person had been seeing their own worth. They had been linking their self-worth to their credibility, meaning that they didn't feel worthy unless they were pursuing either a new degree, a new program, a new certification, some type of accomplishment. What this meant was this person kept having this pattern repeat where they would pursue something, get the A, get the accolades, get the promotion, whatever it might be, and feel good momentarily, but then start to feel unsatisfied with themselves again, start to feel like, oh, maybe they didn't cut it. 
And so they would push again and again and again. And this cycle kept repeating. It got to the point where they were pursuing certifications that they they didn't even um, apply what they'd learned. They finished the the certification kind of just to prove to themselves that they could do it, but they never used the knowledge. This took a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of effort, and didn't really feel that great. But by having this consult with me and uncovering this, they could see the link. And you all, when you can see what you're tying your a belief about your own worth to, once you can see it, you can say, oh, that's what I've been doing. And you'll start to notice the pattern in other areas of your life. And what you can see, you can change. Once you are able to identify what's happening and these links that you're making subconsciously, that's your opportunity to make a choice to show up differently. So through this consult, she's now able to see this pattern that she had no idea she was doing before. And with that evidence and with that knowledge, she's making changes. So I want you to think about this for you. We all are worthy innately. No matter what, I mean, there's nothing you have to do to be worthy. You just are. There's nothing you can do to increase it or decrease it in any way. It just is what it is. It's just truth. You are worthy. But a lot of us have ideas that we gained from childhood, from our subconscious programming about what it takes to earn that worthiness. And we make up these rules for ourselves. So for this client, it was credibility. When we see these rules we have within and how we've linked different things to our worthiness, for you, it might not be credibility or responsibility. It might be something else entirely. Whatever it is, though, once you see it, you can break it. You can break free from it. So huge congratulations and thankfulness for this client for showing up on this consult call, for being willing to be uncomfortable and have those conversations and access inner truths that they hadn't known were there. Big, huge applause to you. Congratulations. So proud of you. And I can't wait to see how this new realization carries forward for you. All right, now let's talk about decisions. The number one thing I want you to take from this episode is that we decide from our heart, not our head. This is opposite of how we are taught. We think we need to pro and con things out and mull things over in our head over and over again in order to come to an answer. But that is not where truth lies. We need to get in touch with our inner wisdom. In order to do that, we need to get out of our head and into our greater inner truth inside. This sounds very woo, and it's because it is woo. We are energetic beings. I don't want to deny this, and I don't want us to think that we have to logic our way to success. This is the way that we used to do it. Humans have been on the path of evolution for a while now, and there was a period in being human that meant 
we use our brains. We use that prefrontal cortex to figure things out, to plan accordingly, to take action, to decide forward, and everything was mental. But guess what, y'all? We're in a new phase. We're in a new era. We are in the era of truth, of inner wisdom, of accessing that knowledge within each of us. This is not intellectual knowledge. This is not theory. This is not brain-based. This is intuitive. It is our divine feminine power. And I say feminine not uh, from a gender standpoint. I say it from an energetic standpoint of the masculine and, and feminine energies. Masculine is often linked to the head energy. Feminine is often more the heart energy, but I like to think of it in terms of the intuitive energy because for some of us, the way we get in touch with our intuition isn't necessarily our heart. It might be our gut. It might be, uh, you know, that pit of the stomach type of sensation, or it might be more of a bodily sensation. So what this means is when it comes to deciding, we want to stop using our heads. What do I mean by this? I mean that we want to get into our hearts. What does this look like? What I like to teach clients to do is to create their own personalized decision-making practice. And this is what I do with all of my clients. It's what I do with myself as well. And what we do is we talk about how you've made decisions in the past, what approach you've used, what's worked, what hasn't, and why it's happened in that way. And then we talk about your intuitive side. For some of my clients, this comes pretty naturally because they know and are aware of what that is. But for others, this is completely new. This is something they haven't tapped into before. But we all can channel our own inner truths. We all have that guidance within. So I work with my clients and I help them to find that inner voice. It's not necessarily a voice in terms of that they hear words or thoughts. It might be, but it might be more of a feeling, instinctual, or it might be an emotional sensation, or it might just be like a truth reveals itself to them, like an aha. It might come to them in pictures and images. It might come to them in words, random songs that get stuck in your head at certain times or phrases that you hear or tones. It might not even be words. It might be the tonalities that come out of your your mouth when you just feel like singing. These are all different ways our intuition speaks to us. We can use this to make decisions in our businesses and in our careers. How do we do this? Well, we can think of our intuition like, I want you to think about it like water. We need water to survive. It's vital. But if you have water and that's it, there's nothing, there's no way to really consume it, right? It's it's like um, this flowing thing that can't be contained. So what do we do? Well, we put water in a glass. And when we put it in a glass, what we've done is we've given it structure. We've taken something free-flowing and ever-moving, and we've given it a containment or container so that we can make use of it, so that we can drink the water and actually benefit from it. 
then it doesn't just run through our fingers. We're able to actually take it in and use it in that way. I use this analogy because I want you to think about water like your intuition, your intuitive knowing, that free flow. People talk about flowing with things or feeling called to things or inspiration striking. That's what I mean. That's water. That's that intuition. But what about the glass? The glass is just as important. I want you to think about the glass like your head or your brain or your intellect. Your brain is there to help you put structure. You want to put a mental structure around your intuition to support the intuition. But if you think about this like a glass of water, the glass itself is useless if there's nothing in it. Just like structure itself is useless if there's nothing in it. If we apply this to decision-making, what we mean is if you just have a structure, as in a pro and con list, or more research, or more opinions, or more feedback, or more data, that's like the structure of it, the information, the intellect side of it. It's useless without your intuition to guide it. If you do not have your intuitive knowing and access to that to help you decide how to move forward, then you can have all of the information, all of the data, all of the research, all of the structure in the world, and it's useless. A glass without water doesn't quench your thirst. You need the water. The water is the intuition. So the reason I bring this up is because it means that the structure is helpful and useful and important. We want to have our minds as a part of the decision-making process, but we don't want them to lead the decision-making process. They are a supporting role. They're the structure. They're the cup. They're the glass. They are not the water and the nurturing in itself. So we want our mind to be a back role, a supporting character to deciding things. We do not want to use it to make the decision. We want to use the energy of our intuition to make the decision. So let's have you think or feel or be for a moment. And what I mean by this is I want you to pause and remember a time when you felt intuitively called. Where in your body did you feel that? Was it in your gut? Was it in your heart? Was it somewhere else? Where did you feel it? If it was in your head, I want you to think about the groundedness of it because intuition is grounded. It's free and grounded because it's, it's um, you tapped into the higher wisdom that you are. It's you beyond the ego. And so there is this sense of clarity and calm with it. And I want you to, to take a moment to pause and reflect on what that feels like for you and where you feel it. For me, my intuition feels very soft. 
This is not the case for everyone, but I'm going to tell you what mine's like because it might help you describe yours to yourself. My intuition is soft. It's, it's um, like a gentle whisper in the night. It comes to me through my heart and I know it's there because there'll be this sense of calm with it. And I'll get this spark of an idea that I will have no idea where it came from. So it, it isn't like prompting. It's not like I saw something the day before and then the next day of an idea that was prompted by the thing I saw the day before. It's completely random. It might even be in the form of song lyrics. This is often the way my intuition likes to play. When I'm feeling stuck or are even just not really focused on anything in particular, songs will pop into my head. And if I let myself lean into it and I sing it, I get clarity on why that song is there. It either gives me a lesson about where to focus or it lets me know what I need from me. So sometimes it'll be like, it's the eye of the tiger, the, you know, that song. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. That's the only part that I know. But that's all I need to know because that's what I need in that moment. Or it might be a Disney song or it might not even be specific song lyrics. It might be my own made up phrase. Lately, I've been hearing the phrase, all is well. Those are different ways that my intuition speaks to me. So I want you to think for a moment and not really think from an intellectual place, but just ponder, pause for a moment and reflect on how your intuition speaks to you. Because when you can see how your intuition speaks to you and you can start to cultivate that and build that relationship, then when it comes to making decisions, you'll be able to tap into it and call upon it intuition can feel fleeting. It can feel like this thing that just comes when it wants to come. But the truth is it's always there. It's just, we don't know how to ask it to play. It's there to play with us. It's there to guide us. It's there to bring us into our truth and clarity and soul alignment. But if we're not accessing it or asking for it, or if we're too caught up in our own head or drama or emotions, we aren't able to hear it clearly. So we need to start building the skill of calling in our intuition. This way we can then use it for decisions. What do I mean by this? I want you to start playing with your intuition. One way you can do this is with your clothes. When you get up in the morning, instead of intellectually thinking about what you want to wear. I want you to just take a deep breath in, deep exhale out, and just notice what comes up for what you want to wear. This might mean looking at your closet and seeing what item sparks your attention. I want you to think about this regardless of the weather that you anticipate. Just let your intuition guide you. It's a fun, free, easy 
low pressure way to start to let your intuition know that you're listening and to start to help you know you can hear it. I do this with food too. When I'm hungry, I ask myself what I want to eat. And sometimes my ego responds, my brain responds from a chemical space based on uh, sugar dependencies or something like that. So this doesn't work if you're too in your head. You, you really need to drop out of your head and into your body to do this. And you ask yourself, hey, intuition, what feels nourishing to me right now? What would be like love for me right now? And notice what comes up. For me, I'll often get images of food. Like the other day I did this and red and yellow peppers came up. So I've been eating a ton of yellow and red peppers and it's so delicious. You don't need to know why you crave the things you crave from your intuitive place. Just lean into it and then honor it. Honor what it says to you and eat those foods because that will be you building your own trust and your ability to hear yourself. And as you do this, you'll then be able to apply it more to decisions. Okay, now I want to focus this more in depth on decisions because I've given you a great context as to a heart-based approach or an intuitive type of grounding. But you want to know how to then use that with a specific decision you have coming up. So here's the first thing I want you to do. If you have a specific decision in mind, I want you to write down all of your thoughts you have about the decision. You need to get it out of your head. You need to free yourself from all of those thoughts. And if you have them all in your head while you're trying to access your intuition, your head is going to be loud and it's going to block your ability to hear. So get it out. Write it out. So after you write all of it out, I want you to create a sense of calm and clarity. Earlier, remember when I asked you to to remember how your intuition feels to you and I told you mine feels calm and quiet? What you want to do is whatever your answer was, whether it was calm and quiet or something else, you want to create that feeling in you now. So for me, what that will look like is deep exhales. The exhale specifically gets me out of my head and down into my heart and into my body so that I'm removed from my ego and tapped into my soul. When I do this, I'll start to even feel tingly like in my fingertips and in my toes. That is my sign that I'm moving into my intuitive nature, to that spiritual side of me that I'm accessing and tapping into it. I'll even feel dizzy uh, sometimes in my head, almost like spacey, like um, lightheaded, actually. And that's okay. That is a part of the process. And especially when you're first getting used to this, it, it can feel like that. So you'll take deep breaths, deep exhales, And you'll get yourself into the sensation or the feeling that helps you to tap into your intuition. So like I said, for me, that's calm, that's quiet, that's solitude, 
It's light. And once I'm in that place, I'll ask myself, soul, what do you want me to know about this decision? And I'll just start talking. Whatever words come to mind. I don't know the full sentence before I say it. I just start talking and the answer flows out. For some of you, talking it out might feel too foreign. And instead, you might want to try writing it out where you actually ask yourself, so what do you want me to know about this decision? Or what do you want to tell me about this decision? And then you write out what comes up. This will give you guidance and clarity on what to do. Once you write that all out, you might have an answer for what to do right then. But you also might not. So you can ask yourself, soul, what do you think I should do next? The answer might be nothing. The answer might be move forward with this specific approach. The answer might be none of these options are the right one at this time. The answer might be it's not time for you to know yet. The answer might be it doesn't matter. The answer might be this is the way forward. You might be completely surprised by what you hear. You might also not get any response. And if that's the case, it could be because you have a really strong mind and it's getting in the way of your ability to tap in. It also might be that it's just not time to hear the answer and that the answer is coming to you in more of an experiential form. I've had conversations with my intuition before, and I like to think of it like my soul, so I'll talk to it like it's my soul. And I'll say, hey, soul, here's like what I'm thinking, what's going on. And I won't get an answer. Like this happened recently. I didn't get an answer that period, like that time when I was talking to myself and journaling to myself. But the very next day, I woke up and I felt like going on Instagram. And I went on Instagram and I happened to see a post about a workshop that was about the exact topic that I had asked my soul about. So I signed up for the workshop and it happened to be happening in 15 minutes. It was live. So it wasn't one of those like on-demand ones that is always playing. It was a live thing. So I, I went and I signed up and they answered the exact question that I had had. And I felt joy, just pure joy and gratitude flowing out of me while I, I was on that workshop. It was literally crying tears of joy and gratitude because I knew it was the answer. So if you don't get a direct answer right away when you ask your soul, hey, what do you want me to know about this decision? It might just be because it's preparing the perfect experience for you. That's going to give you deeper clarity than simple words could ever, ever tell. So be patient and trust that there is a reason you're hearing or not hearing in that moment. When we tap into this intuition, it helps us make decisions that are aligned with who we are. And when we make decisions from this place, it removes the feeling of second guessing because we know second guessing 
a decision based on intuition is just our mind freaking out. It doesn't mean anything's gone wrong. Because we know deep down, we decided from our soul, not from our head, not from our ego, not from our mind, but from our inner truth, our inner guidance system that's always there to bring us forward. You can use this with decisions. What I don't recommend is saying, soul, should I do option A or option B? It might work. You could try it. But usually what I find is that question is constrictive. When you ask your soul or your intuition a question that's really constrained, you don't really give your intuition a lot of wiggle room to tell you what you really need to know. So if you don't hear an answer, broaden the question that you're asking. Get more general with it because then you'll be able to tap into yourself at a deeper level and get to hear what you need to know. This is something that it can really help to have a coach guide you through. I use my coach to help me with this all the time. And and I want to talk to you about this for a second because there are a lot of different coaching approaches out there. And I know because I've had a lot of different coaches and I've been trained in a lot of different modalities. And there is a time and place for all of them. But you want a coach that can help you from the spiritual place. I 100% believe we are at this time in our world where we've evolved beyond the mind as the solution, beyond positive affirmations and law of attraction. Those things work. I am not denying it, and I believe in those things. But I don't think those are the sole solution anymore. The deeper, more aligned solution and where I think we are at as a society is spiritual. It's one that incorporates the law of attraction, which is very mental, but from a place of energy, an energetic approach, an approach that is beyond our ego and our mind. And often law of attraction is taught from a mental place. We need the energy approach. We need intuition. We need that divine feminine power that intuition is. We need to help ourselves to know it. And so we need coaches that are doing this. This is what I do with my coach. She guides me through this. She is amazing. This is what I also help my clients with as well. You need to know how to hear yourself. You don't need somebody to tell you what to do. You can tell you what to do. You have the answers that you seek. You know the decision forward, even if from an egoic level you don't know, even if the human you doesn't know, that soul energy that you are always knows. And sometimes the reason the human you doesn't know is because it's not time for you to know yet. But if you aren't checking in, at that gut, instinctual, intuitive level, beyond the head, beyond the mind, and into your heart, you're never going to know what to do. And you're going to spin an indecision. And you're going to make a decision, and then you're going to think you made the wrong one and never act on the decision or change your mind or regret what you did. But when you choose from an intuitive place, there's a sense of calm. And yes, your ego might still freak out, 
But you know deep down you made the right choice because it's the one that you are called to make at an intuitive level. So if you want to tap into your inner wisdom and you want some guidance and some support as you're doing this, let's work together. Sign up for a consult at believeseed.com slash schedule. All right, y'all. Remember, decide from your heart, not your head. You have the answers that you need with you in you now. Thanks for joining the episode today. And to celebrate the launch of this podcast, I am raffling some free prizes. First, access to my soul-filled self-confidence course. Second, access to my drop the need to people please course. And third, a readout with me to go over your Enneagram personality type. Now here's how you can be entered in to win one of these prizes. You'll rate or review or subscribe to my podcast. And then you'll send me an email at lisa at believeseed.com to let me know.